Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Brick Thompson. And I'm Caleb Oaks. Hey, Caleb. So today I thought we would revisit a topic we talked about a few months ago, and that's generative AI for analytics. Mm-hmm. We, uh, You and I attended the Microsoft Build Conference back in May, and they showed a pretty mind-blowing demo of what they're calling Power BI Copilot, where you can use natural language to query your data sources, build visualizations, beyond visualizations, build full reports, interactive, cross-filterable, all that stuff, um, and, and have it give you analysis, sort of generative AI analysis. And we're waiting for that. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see that. It's going to be be a big deal. Uh, but in the meantime, we've been watching what is coming out just in uh, what other companies are producing in this area. And I thought we just might talk about uh, what we're seeing so far. Yeah, sure. I think it sounds like a good idea. I don't I don't think that this is totally new, even from the Microsoft conference. You know, there were some things out there sure. anyway. Um, but that kind of kicked everything off. And I don't know with the whole thing about chat GPT and everything getting super popular um, that you know now it's it's good time to kind of reset like what what is out there is there anything good um, and what to maybe keep an eye on going forward yeah well and I remember uh, when we started playing with chat GBT I think it was probably I don't know February or something you started building some natural language query stuff um, using the chat GPT or the open AI. APIs to build SQL queries based on natural language inputs to give you some sort of uh, output. And it was pretty cool, but not ready for prime time at that point. Yeah. We're taking a lot of development still. Yeah. Kind of what it did is, is it took a, uh, a set of data and, you know, kind of explained what it was. Like it's a week over week comparison and kind of give us some examples of what you might consider doing to either correct or continue. Uh, your good performance or lack thereof, right? So uh, it did work. Yeah, it kind of gave you some cool stuff, and it was really cool. And too. it was really cool yeah. at first, and then you like the more you got out of it, it was like oh, this is not actually that right good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a new, new and exciting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I read a bunch of different AI newsletters and kind of keep my eyes peeled for new um, generative AI around analytics. And what I'm seeing is. Kind of similar to what you built. I mean, it's, it's definitely further along now. We're seeing people where that have tools. I think a lot of them are wrappers, just on top of you know OpenAI's API or other uh, LLMs. Uh, but seeing things where you can upload. This is very common. Upload a flat file, a CSV or an Excel file, and have it be able to query it, give you some information. You have to know what the column names are and. And sometimes it gives you the wrong answer, (laughs) but you can do it. And you can ask it to build visualizations for you, too. And in fact, um, OpenAI in their GPT-4 model now has uh, an analytics uh, uh, thing. They used to call it... uh, Code interpreter. Yeah, code interpreter. And now I'm blanking on what the name is. Now it's advanced data analytics or something. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. You can give it data, and it will give you visualizations. It won't build a whole kind of nice dashboard report for you. Um, It'll also tell you things about your data. Um, It's pretty amazing. And actually, it does other amazing stuff, too. Like, in order to not give a wrong answer to a question that involves math or counting, that type of thing, which these LLMs are not that great at yet, it'll write its own Python code behind the scenes and execute it to get the right answer, which mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
Other things we're seeing are, are systems that are saying, hey, you can connect this to your cloud database, so data warehouse or whatever, and then start asking questions. Uh, you know, I haven't done deep analysis or, or research on that, but what I'm seeing in the demos and reading about is that it still has some of the same problems. You've got to have really good metadata for the AI to be able to know what you're looking at. Even then, it's giving wrong answers. Um, some of these systems uh, want you to help train on the metadata, so it'll take a guess at it, and then when you get a wrong answer, you need to tell it what it should have done so it can modify the metadata. You know, you and I as enthusiasts would probably enjoy using that, but your average business person, I'm going to guess, would not. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the key, right, is getting something that's accurate so that people, I mean, people just stop using it if if it's not. Like, the first wrong answer you get, it's like, well, I wasn't, it's not worth my time, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I what I found, too. I, there was one tool that I used a few months ago um, that is, it's all about, you know, just being able to have a conversation with your data. And I did a free trial and I stood it up, but you really had to do a lot of back-end configuration. You had to set up the relationships. You had to kind of do all the synonyms, um, set up the uh, tables. Like it's basically like building a, you know, data model. Like you have to, yeah. you have to do all that stuff in order for this thing to know what it's talking about yeah, when yeah. it responds to you. And it did do some cool things, but it just was like, Man, it just feels like you're doing another big data project just to enable that. And I don't think that people are going to be ready to to bite that off, at least right away. And especially not in, you know, when we're talking about middle market companies, they're kind of just getting off the ground with just pure business intelligence. So they're, like, they're not quite ready to go there yet. And um, it's going to be hard to hard to swallow another big data project when you're when you're not quite there yet. So we really need this thing to advance quite a bit more before it's really compelling for uh, a larger audience, right? I think the other thing that was really interesting that I that I did, uh, this was at the Microsoft conference. I remember I was showing you at breakfast. Um, I took one of the open open source LLM models. Oh, that's right, I remember, yeah. Yeah, stuck some data in there and like had it read it so it had that knowledge, you know, in its... Yeah. In its uh, in its model, and then I was trying to ask it questions about, you know, that set of data, and it was really having a hard time. Maybe I didn't configure it right. Maybe there's some tweaks to be had, but it just was just kind of like it's not quite as easy as you'd want it to be. Not uh, quite yet to do something with, right? Yeah, I think I think it's very clear it's going to get there, mm -hmm. and and using these tools, you can see how great it's going to be. Um, it's probably going to be a series of steps, though. Like even when Microsoft launches Copilot for Power BI, I'll bet you there's still going to be a lot of configuration to do on the back end. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned synonyms, so you have column names. Um, you, you know, the LLM may be able to guess when you're asking for. Uh, I don't know what's an example. Maybe it's not a great example, but you're saying give me total revenue for the last 90 days compared to the 90 days before that, and the column name is sales. Yeah. Um, and the LM probably be smart enough to figure that out, but might not be. There will be more obscure things where you right. definitely have to give it what are the synonyms people might use. That will keep getting better, though. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll happen fast. I Actually, that, that kind of brings me to another idea I've been thinking about, which is you know the whole hype around LLMs and ChatGPT and AI was crazy this spring. I mean, everybody yeah. was talking about it. It was on every news show, every podcast. Um, it's just just uh, pervasive. 
And now it's not quite as much. I mean, it's definitely out there, but it cooled off a lot. But what I'm seeing as someone who's really interested in it and watching it closely is that it's actually accelerating. It's it's crazier than it was then what people are doing with it. <laughs> yeah. And it's I think it's going to you know there's going to be more of those surprising things to people who aren't watching it closely. One of them's going to be around data analytics, I think. Yeah, I'm interested to see when that happens. I think the for me just using ChatGPT like I use it a lot, but you know the more you use it, it does the kind of the novelty of it starts to wear a little bit and you start being a little bit more critical of yeah. because it's not so amazing anymore, right? Now right. you're just expecting it to give you good stuff. Right. And when it doesn't, you're kind of like, oh, what the hell? You yeah. Know? So, yeah. so uh, yeah, I can see how like, you know, that, that hype train has kind of gone down, but you're right. I mean, the development sounds like sure, sure hasn't stopped. Oh no. Yeah. I don't think it has. I think it's uh I think we're going to be surprised by things we see. You know, this this latest version of ChatGPT that you can upload images and ask it questions about them. The uh, the other thing I'm seeing with the uh, generative analytics is that people are automating the machine learning aspect of AI. So taking a data set and having the AI do predictions with that data set using machine learning and figuring out which algorithms and and which models, which machine learning models to apply to get good answers. Um, I think that seems to be coming along pretty quickly because um, it can do testing and, and sort of figure out what the best way to output is. And obviously, with machine learning, you've got a uh, a training data set where you know what the answers are, so we can look and see how am I doing against the training data set. <laughs> so I think we're going to see that coming fast, too. There's already been a bunch of that, but yeah, that, that'll right. keep coming, I think. Right, what other cool things are you seeing? I mean, in terms of the generative uh, analytics, that's about it. I mean, frankly, the visualizations that it, that I've seen kicked out, even the best ones, are not great. Mm-hmm. Sort of simple bar charts and column charts and yeah. sort of the stuff that you used to produce with JavaScript on your web page <laughs> yeah, right. using some of those, those old libraries. So I'm sure that'll keep getting better, um, but it's not quite ready for prime time yet, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, interesting. What about just generally? Generally with AIs, yeah. I mean, the, the, the stuff around um, image and video stuff is unbelievable. Um, I mean, I think people are going to be making actual usable videos soon. And, and we've all seen some, well, probably seen some of those crazy videos that were produced yeah. early. Do you remember right. that beer ad? Yeah, that thing is freaky. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Makes you wonder if you're losing your mind. Um, so those are cool. I think the things that people are doing with voice are amazing. So you can get it to clone a voice, uh, just how a voice mm-hmm. sounds, and then um, dub whatever they were saying into whatever language you want. I've seen some uh, some uh-huh. examples with that. There's a there's a podcast I follow called Hard Fork. That's a technology podcast, and those guys were playing with. And there's two of them playing with putting. Uh, one guy's words into like a different language that they don't speak, but in his voice. Oh, that's great. It was amazingly. <laughs> that's very <pretty> cool. <laughs> and now there there are tools to sync up video with that as well, so you can actually dub dub voices onto the video, and it Dang. looks very real. I don't know if you've seen that uh, that Lex Friedman um, interview with Mark Zuckerberg, where they're both in the metaverse, and it's just creating. Oh, I've seen clips of it. I yeah, mean, sure. it's. 
pretty amazing what it does. It looks like them, and it's mirroring oh, their crazy. expressions and yeah. their, what their mouth is doing. So, I mean, there's amazing stuff coming. A lot of that stuff that we that I just talked about is a little scary because, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right. right? Is this podcast even real? I mean, right? this might be. Generative AI that I you're know. listening to. Exactly. That's great. That's and I, crazy. I think of the number of phishing attempts I get these days, and they get better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think I've fallen for any yet, but I'm worried that they're going to get so good with the help of AI, sure. it's going to be tough. I mean, I, there was a, I saw a demo of someone talking to a customer service representative on the phone. I mean, it sounded like a person. Yeah. It was a demo, but, you know, there sure. are, there are going to be people that get taken in by that for right. sure. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So a lot of good can happen with it. Um, there's Maybe potential downsides. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, you know, the, <clears throat> one other thing before we wrap is uh, in the area of uh, biotechnology and med- medicine, amazing things that AI is being used for to help create new proteins that might fit a certain shape for a certain purpose or come up with which uh, uh, molecules might be good drugs for treating certain types of things and sifting through thousands of those and, and picking out the 50 that should probably be tested. And I think we're going to see really amazing stuff there. Even the image processing there, being able to look at images, radiology, and say, ooh, I think there's a there might be a cancer here. We need to get a person to look at this. Right. Um, and I think some of those are working are more accurate than people at this point, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of amazing stuff coming. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, as this is this is super elementary, but it's like kind of back down to earth. So, <laughs> I do think it's even just crazy when you're talk when you're doing stuff on ChatGPT or some chatbot, right? You're you type in this big long thing. Sometimes you might just paste in like a transcript, and it it turns to that thing so fast. Oh, I know. Like, ah, it's amazing. And so smart stuff yeah. about it. Yeah. Like it's like you think it'd take a little bit of time to like read it. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it does. Yeah. It just goes really fast. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So cool stuff. Anyway, the, the topic for the day was uh, generative AI and analytics. Um, if a listener out there knows of some tool that we're just missing that's fantastic, you know, please send us an email. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see it. That'd be awesome. We would love right. to. Yeah, we're yeah. watching closely for it. Uh, but But my assessment right now is – Cool stuff, fun for enthusiasts to play with, not ready for your general business user yet. Right. Yeah. All, All right. right. Good advice. All right. Talk to you soon. All Thanks, right. Caleb.